0: Welcome to the Found Her podcast. I'm Kelsey and I'm Shannon, and we are the filmmaker, photographer, and co founders of Found Her Productions. Together, we capture the essence of women
1: so they can communicate their truth with confidence and ease. Through working with our clients, we've learned that each of their stories are so unique and to our surprise, mostly nonlinear. We believe these stories deserve to be heard to inspire women along their own journey to finding themselves and creating the life that they truly desire. This podcast is
0: where badass, trailblazing boss ladies will expose the ups, the downs, and everything else involved in creating their own path in work and in life. So sit back, get
1: comfy, and get ready to to be inspired! (laughs) We don't know what. Yeah. We still don't. After fourteen episodes, or thirteen episodes. Something we've learned. Uh, nothing.
0: <laughs> and that's the end of the episode. Thanks everyone for tuning in.
1: <laughs> Glad we got set up for that. Yeah. The video and really everything.
0: Yeah. That officially announced. We learned zero things. Oh my gosh. <laughs> And, oh, one thing I learned is not to touch this.
1: Yeah, I know. It's very sensitive. Mm -hmm. Another good thing to take note of is that uh, we're no longer using an aluminum tabletop. (laughs) Do you remember that? With all this, like, little pops and bounces or whatever? You just
0: lift up your water glass and be like, boom, boom. boom. (laughs) Yeah,
1: exactly. You're like, oh, shit. Um, Oh,
0: shit. Sorry for that disruption. Yeah.
1: Um, Okay. Coffee cheers.
0: Coffee cheers. (laughs) Don't spill. (laughs) <laughs> that is a lot of Baileys. Bailey's forward. Yeah.
1: Not mad about it. No, not at all. <laughs>
0: um all right, well. Welcome Shannon.
1: <laughs> welcome, Kelsey.
0: Welcome everyone else. <laughs> welcome back
1: to another episode of <laughs> the Founder Podcast. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it is um A Friday morning. We're one week away from our holidays. Oh
1: yay! Yay! Yeah.
0: And um, yeah, we've put in what we've decided is a first season of our podcast.
1: Congrats to us! Congrats to us! Yeah, yeah. It's pretty amazing. It's it. When we first started it, I'm not gonna lie, I had like a little bit of um, like mixed beliefs around what would happen with it because it seemed like something in the past that I would have started and probably like abandoned like had all these like big thoughts uh, or like good uh, yeah. you know like big ideas and and um like sure yeah i'll get i'll get that done and um but i feel like had i not had your your partnership on this i probably would have like been like just dropped it just dropped it yeah, yeah. just and just focused on
0: well you know, is there anything way. outside of my my partnership <laughs> that um kept you in it
1: well i i at first, honestly, it was really uncomfortable (laughs) to do. I I felt like a huge imposter. I'm not going to lie. Um, I've never done it before. I also didn't, um, spend a lot of time researching it. I've definitely kind of approached it with a go with the flow mentality. Mm -hmm. And, um, and I felt I've kind of enjoyed that process. It's been a little bit clumsy at times for me anyways. Like, um, when some of our episodes were released, I was like, I don't know if I even want to listen to myself or listen to it. I was really self conscious about how I might sound or how I would come across in the in the episodes. But actually that was one of the biggest takeaways I got from the experience was um, doing it anyways, listening to the episodes anyways. Good for you. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, if I'm not gonna listen to it, how could I expect anyone else to listen to it, right? So (laughs) I felt like I had to push through that and the I had an interesting experience that I didn't really expect. And that was that I would go from feeling like kind of like cringy or uncomfortable uh, listening to myself to actually feeling like comforted and um, like admiring myself. And uh, yeah, like I think I've I've let it be a journey of um, deepening my self-love and it, it hasn't always been comfortable, but when is it ever? So when it comes to (laughs) <laughs> yes, that's <laughs> When it comes to that. So, oh my
0: gosh, I love that. I love the way you described that, um, that you were comforted by it. Yeah.
1: Well, actually, it's kind of a funny story, but I was in the hospital and I was lying down. I would, wasn't allowed to move for three hours and that's a kind of a side story, but I was like, what am I going to do for three hours <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> lying still? And yeah. Um, so I was like, you know what, maybe this is a good time to like really get into the Found Her podcast and like um, listen very closely. Mm-hmm. And um, in that moment, I was very comfort comforted because I wasn't in the best, you know, I wasn't I was kind of in pain and a little uncomfortable. But I I um just listening to that and and seeing like how far we've come and how much we've improved with it, too, Yeah. without like. Without beating ourselves up or like being drill sergeants about it, or you know, like we just kind of organically let it, um, let it evolve. We and, did, and that's something that I really appreciate about it because if it had been like this stressful experience creating these episodes, it would have been really counterproductive or counter, ca- like. You know exactly counterproductive is I guess the word I'm trying to use, but yeah, I and that would that would really defeat the purpose for me, and that was for sure how I would go. That's when I would definitely abandon it. But I think because we let ourselves come at it with such a like low pressure, um, energy. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah, a low pressure energy. Um, I think that's one of the reasons that I've been able to
0: kind of grow into it grow into it absolutely
1: mm-hmm. yeah that's a good way of putting it
0: mm, that's so interesting yeah, yeah. we were we, we definitely um just kind of went with the flow on it we weren't you know on a strict schedule or anything like that it was no. it was very low-key mm-hmm. um which i think was a really good way yeah to feel it out yeah to feel it out
1: yeah what do you think what do you feel like you learned um what's a big takeaway for you
0: um well the one thing that was a big takeaway for me was, it's actually really hard to interview people. <laughs> like, which I think, I mean, the people do that professionally. Mm-hmm, so it's kind of mm-hmm. like, duh, like it's not easy. Like people people specialize in doing that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And some people get paid a lot of money to oh, do that. Oh, for sure, yeah. it's they're definitely really good at
1: it. It's definitely a skill or a gift that you can...
0: Yeah. But I think like I think going into it thinking like, oh, we're going to interview our clients like we already have a rapport with them. We kind of know their story and we're just going to like talk to them. Mm -hmm. Um, I think like I assumed that it would just be really um, easy and it was in a lot of ways. But there's also like there's a bit of a science to interviewing Um, like you know, having questions ready to ask, questions that feel relevant to listeners, um, pulling like questions designed to pull certain information that's mm-hmm. relevant to the listeners that like, like have a good flow in the conversation. Like it's a little different than just having a conversation. Yeah. And our interviews were always very conversational. And I love that we did really go with the flow with, um, like most of them. Um, but Yeah, I think like once the, once the mics are on, once it's recording officially, Mm -hmm. it's kind of like, it's hard not to um, kind of get in your head and, and, and remember that you are just having a conversation, but there's, there's, there's some awareness that needs to happen um, in terms of like how you're kind of setting up your guests.
1: Yeah. Some intentionality. Yeah, exactly.
0: And I think I underestimated how, um, how that would be.
1: Yeah, like, when you got into it, you were like, oh, actually, this I can see why having some intention would benefit. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like, walking into the episode with some intention would be really beneficial to just, like, have maybe a little bit more um, of a key message or a takeaway for the people yeah. who are listening to take exactly. It. yeah Exactly.
0: Yeah, because, I mean, it is, like, a long-form uh, discussion, mm-hmm. but you don't want to, like, you want to keep people engaged and listening at the same time. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And so, yeah, you want to ask the right the right questions basically. So, um that was I think a big takeaway for me.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. Mm-hmm. I can see that too. Like I now that you mention it, I think I'm looking I'm kind of reviewing our like leading up to the episodes each time and I think there now that I think about it there was like a more intentionality each time and I it's funny because I, we brought more intentionality into it, but I'm not even sure how intentional we were about bringing that intentionality into it. <laughs> I know.
0: It definitely got easier. Yeah. Like, in the mm-hmm. first few episodes, mm-hmm. we would, like, be really prepared, and we would plan, and and I think for some of them, we even were like, you're going to ask this question, and <laughs> I'm going to ask this question, and, like, really um, set up for it. But I think what we learned was that that
1: actually kind of took
0: away from our just natural abilities yeah. to ask the right question. Yeah, I, to-
1: I know what you mean. I think when we were doing it that way, I was less focused on what the what our client was saying and more f- like, am I going to remember to ask this question on time or at the yeah. right in the right spot of the conversation? Yeah. And I was a little distracted,
0: or I don't want to interrupt Kelsey, yeah, or something like that. Those, totally,
1: yeah. totally, yeah. All the all sorts of things would come up. Yeah. Um, in that sense, yeah. And oh my gosh, it's, it's just go through by going through it that you learn these things, and there's a sweet spot like of being somewhat prepared but not over prepared mm-hmm. <laughs> to the point where you can't um focus on the actual con- like you can't be present in the conversation because you're distracted by like your lines <laughs> Yeah, your lines yeah, yeah exactly
0: yeah yeah for sure and i think we also we might have learned about ourselves as like partners that um we we each have our own personal comforts in terms of like these sorts of things oh yeah definitely and different yeah. ways of going about things that feel good and mm-hmm. i think there are some differences Mm -hmm. which is totally normal it's normal yeah yeah but for us to um yeah I mean we we tried different things Mm -hmm. we tried different things and I think towards the end like with the last few guests it felt particularly comfortable yeah to me like it felt like we kind of found a bit of a groove
1: I think so yeah I think so too and um and yeah, I'm really excited to see where this goes from here too, because Mm -hmm. like every time we do one of these episodes, we learn so much, take away a lot. So.
0: Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. Actually kind of going back and reviewing all of the (laughs) guests we had and like the conversations and all the gold that came up. Um, I realized that. All the titles of the episodes, mm-hmm. um, which are like, you know, I would title them based on like I would re-listen while I was editing it and pull like a line that I was like, "Ooh, that's a good line and <laughs> feels relatable to like the general topic we talked about, even though a lot of topics would come up. But the titles for each episode, I feel like have become kind of like mantras for me like I think about them <laughs> yeah. a lot like one that comes to mind is the title of Carrie Fisher's episode mm-hmm. let it be easy mm-hmm. I now she said that that's a quote from her yeah. in the episode and I use that all the time now yeah and if I'm using it to someone that knows Carrie I will credit her for it um if they don't know Carrie it sounds like I'm crediting the actress Carrie Fisher, but uh, (laughs) (laughs) which is unfair to our Carrie Fisher, we'll call her. (laughs) Ours, She's ours. Love you, Carrie. (laughs)
1: Um,
0: But yeah, that's like that one or um, another one that really stood out to me was um, Kara McIntosh's Embracing Discomfort. Mm -hmm. I use that all the time.
1: Yes. Oh, my gosh. I love that episode and just the whole idea and concept that we talked about and like how Actually, life would be kind of boring without the discomforts or like it wouldn't have that same level of excitement when you're when you're thriving because you don't have the contrast to compare it to. Mm. Oh,
0: my gosh, I know. And like discomfort you know, kind of debunking the fact that that's, like, a bad thing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and acknowledging that, like, ooh, discomfort, okay, what's going to happen when I work through this? Yeah, I mean, that's a very
1: similar experience I had, as I mentioned a minute ago about this whole the, yeah. the podcast thing. It's like, it yeah. was really uncomfortable for me but in the beginning, but it's gotten a lot more comfortable, and I actually love using it as a way of, um, like, I'll re-watch or re-listen and... and like learn so much about myself. Oh my gosh. Um, in the process. And it's so worthwhile because I'm I'm going at it from a place of of not wanting to like beat myself up, of course, like Mm -hmm. but wanting to um, appreciate and and find reasons to be more confident, I guess. I'm Mm -hmm. kinda like looking for evidence, you know, and I'm like and if you're I, I feel like anytime you look for any evidence in any field, it comes to you. You find it. So totally. Yeah. going into the reviewing part with that mindset, I think was really helpful. But
0: Yeah, for sure. And I mean, I think we've actually talked about this before on the podcast, but there's something really um, like endearing towards yourself when you go back and see yourself or listen to yourself or look at past work mm-hmm. um, and see like how far you've come since then and mm-hmm. how much you've learned and how much you've evolved. Like, and kind of looking at your past self and being like, Oh little baby. know. adorable little baby, you so adorable, well. little baby. You. You tried entrepreneur. This little baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You tried this really uncomfortable thing and maybe you weren't awesome at it right away, but you fucking kept doing it like and here you are yeah
1: yeah yeah I love that and I think I'm I'm really grateful that you and I are both in a position where we can see it that way yes um (laughs) I wasn't always so I think Mm -hmm. it's it's a just a little bit of evidence of evolution and for sure it's kind of really exciting to (laughs) I know to recognize that yes it is Mm -hmm. yeah and I
0: think this actually you know there's this kind of relates to uh the work we do um with our clients too like um, it can be really uncomfortable to be in front of a camera. Oh, and yeah. Especially on video yeah. when you're talking to a camera. Oh, my gosh.
1: What's that thing? Like, what is the deal with everybody hating the sound of their own voice when it's, like, coming through? I don't know. Like, I definitely have experienced that and luckily through this podcast experience I've gotten over it yeah um and I actually kind of like the sound of my own voice now but is <laughs> it interesting how people ha- like all seem to have that when they hear their voice on a recording or something they're like oh is that what I sound like I know you know
0: what I think it is is yeah. because um the way you hear your voice in your own head because you're hearing it through your ears that <laughs> are, <laughs> and inside your skull uh <laughs> It sounds different than it does to other people, like right. you know. So when you aren't used to hearing your voice like outside of inside your own skull, <laughs> um, it sounds different, and it can be kind of like jarring. It can be like that's what I sound like. So it's not necessarily that you sound bad; it's just that you sound different than you expected. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, which is why. The more you listen to your own voice and like a recording, you start to think like, "Oh, I actually do like my voice." Yeah, because it is because you're getting comfortable with what it actually sounds like to other people.
1: Oh my gosh! And yeah,
0: I think there's a lot of value in that. Like, actually, that's another takeaway I've gotten from this yeah. is having to listen to my own voice so damn much, <laughs> and getting to a point where I don't mind it. Mm-hmm. I I feel like I also understand how I sound to other people, and I think it has informed a little bit. Like how I speak Mm -hmm. in just a regular conversation out in the world. I'm like, oh, I like when I sound like this. I don't like it when I sound like that. And I'm like aware of that. I'm like, oh, when I sound, when I speak a little slower or crisper, Mm -hmm. it sounds better. And so I'm like aware of that and doing that in conversations.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And that's
0: a result of listening to my own voice. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Interesting.
1: It's like speech, um, like an exercise in speech yeah. almost.
0: <laughs> yeah, if there's any like like, you know, speech um coaches or whatever that help it actors must be, yeah. Um, that like work with actors or whatever, they're probably like, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> if they're listening to this.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's so funny. Oh my yeah. gosh. Such an interesting experience that we mm. we all go through as humans. Oh yeah. Um I mean, if you're if you do have the microphone, if you're willing to step up to the microphone. Yeah, step up to the mic. Step up to the mic. (laughs) It's it's scary, honestly. It is. I could see why some people would just avoid it altogether. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I would blame them for it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, But it's just like one of those things, the more you do it, The easier it feels and the more comfortable it feels.
1: Yeah. Maybe we can get back to or like talk about um, why it was important for us to do this. Like, why to do the podcast? To to do the podcast and to like go through all this discomfort to get to a point. Like, it it was worth it to us for something, right? For some reason. Mm -hmm. And I, I feel like that might be worth talking about right now.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think like the intention behind the podcast was like really just a genuine. Well, actually, you know what? I'm gonna quote mm-hmm. uh, Rena. Yeah, Rena Ruparelia. Yes, um, I know what you're gonna say. Yes, <laughs> mm-hmm. in our interview with mm-hmm. Rena. So, uh, for anyone that doesn't know Rena, she is um, a psoriasis like a self-proclaimed sorry psoriasis warrior. Mm-hmm. So she lives with psoriasis, and she started like um, an Instagram account all around like embracing it mm-hmm. and empowering herself through it. And gained this like massive following on Instagram. Like, I don't know where she's at now, but when we interviewed her, she was over 11K or something yeah. like that. So I think yeah. that's like considered influencer status. Okay. I believe. I don't know if there's a I should know more about these things, but I do Influencer yeah. status. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but something she said on her episode was that um, people ask her all the time, like, how did you get your following up to that number? Mm-hmm. And her response is, like, I didn't even go into it wanting or in like attending for that. Mm-hmm. It was, it all came from like a genuine act of service yeah. and just showing up really authentically. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we should play a little soundbite from Rita. Oh yeah, let's hear um, it. So everyone can hear it yes. from her own voice.
2: Yes, let's hear it. I just listened to the calling of my heart for that. And that is a genuine act of service, that page. And at the same time, mm-hmm. I've been able to, meet so many people from it. I felt less alone. I've healed myself. I've gotten beautiful opportunities such as this, you know, through just sharing authentically, you know, so sometimes I'll get messages and people say, well, how did you grow your following? I said, I didn't. It didn't, you know, (laughs) and it's been a long time. I've consistently been sharing for for many years. Um, But it's not about how many people are there. Mm -hmm. Like, it's again, how can I be of service? How can I express myself? Like, how can I use this as a place that I express my creativity so the I I did an interview series and that really really got like it it tapped into something in me because I wanted to do that and I thought well why don't Mm -hmm. I just do it here like I don't have an attachment to it like why don't I try and it ended up being such a wonderful way Mm -hmm. to express myself Um, and then also let somebody else share their story so making space for somebody Mm -hmm. else
1: yeah so so much like Rena was talking about in that sound clip this podcast for us has been basically what her Instagram account has been for yeah. her in some ways where it's just a, it's a, it's a genuine act of service. We, um, it meant something to us to get past the discomforts and of the learning curve and mm-hmm. hearing our own voices so that we could have this platform, um, where we would be able to have long form discussions with our clients and share their stories. And in, in doing so, um, p- hopefully inspire other women who are listening, um, mm-hmm. to, yeah you know take the leap or, or go after that thing that they want yeah
0: absolutely yeah it all it all came inspired from like conversations we were having in the early days with our mm-hmm. clients when we were you know getting to know them pre-shooting with them like getting to know them really understanding them and we'd always have these like really amazing conversations with them and we thought like uh, oh, like mm-hmm. it, there needs to be a way that we can share their stories in this much detail or like give them the platform to share their story in this much detail because they're all so inspiring. Mm -hmm. Um, and so yeah, that's how the, that's how the podcast concept for us was born. So it literally is like genuine. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It's so funny thinking back to those initial consultations where I'm not sure if our clients even like realize it's their stories are obviously so close to them that and they don't necessarily realize like maybe we have a little bit less um, life experience and work experience than they do. So when they were talking about their journeys, we're just like, I want to take notes. Like yeah. I want to like bring this into my own journey. Like a yeah. lot of the stuff that they were talking about doing, and a lot of it had to do with not like necessarily the the how to or the step by step process, but like the way that they would think about things mm-hmm. in order to yeah like, like- overcome mental obstacles or mental Obstals. barriers or so they yeah. or like get themselves out of their own way
0: mm-hmm. yeah it's it's super inspiring to hear them talk about their stories i mm-hmm. love that like we get feedback after we interview like interview them that's like oh that was such a nice like experience i really like enjoyed Having a conversation just about my story because yeah. again they just they, they don't necessarily always have the option to do that yeah uh, or the opportunity to do that and then you know we even get like feedback we had one guest say she, Signed on two new clients mm-hmm. from list like people that listened to her podcast episode. Oh my gosh,
1: and that that goes back to what Rena was talking about about showing up super authentically. And Sarah Levine is the person you're talking about um, <laughs> yeah. attracting some new clients with the episode. And I think she was an incredible example of someone who, you know, showed up and was incredibly vulnerable and completely so vulnerable. authentic. Oh yeah, and you know, I the fact that she was able to connect with some new clients that way just really like blew my, didn't necessarily blow my mind. Like I, I shouldn't be surprised about that, but I was just so thrilled to hear that.
0: Yeah. Well, it was just like, yeah, like a lovely (laughs) thing to hear because when you're just kind of doing something, um, kind of from your heart and then Mm -hmm. these like extra results come from it, it's like,
1: Of course. Yeah. Of course. Oh, my gosh. Do you guys want to hear a little sound clip of uh, Sarah's episode of the podcast to get a sample of how authentic and vulnerable she was? That when you deny that little part of yourself that is aching for
3: something, that, you know, there's this great saying that I love, which is when we bury our feelings, we bury them alive. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And when we bury our desires, we bury them alive, too.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And
3: you know and it's they poke out the side doors oh, you know yeah. and they'll come yeah. out in like toxic relationships mm-hmm. um abusing alcohol and drugs and food and all kinds and i have been down all those mm-hmm. roads
0: mm-hmm.
3: and until those until i addressed all of those things yeah. then i could safely actually let that part of myself that was like screaming at that point to get out um, mm. It wasn't safe before. Mm-hmm. So it had to, you have to, you know, I had to create a hospitable environment to have that
1: come to the surface. So powerful.
0: Oh my God. I love, I love that <laughs> sound clip because we're both like, mm hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh yeah. We're like, we're like, <laughs> nodding so amen the entire time. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like, I feel like
0: I get goosebumps when I hear that. Because, Me too. Um, it's so powerful. The, Me too. The idea of burying your feelings and desires alive
1: yeah yeah it's pretty amazing and i i really commend her for being so under like aware of the importance of being yourself this early on in her state like her coaching career i I know she has been a coaching like student for a for a while now Mm -hmm. um but the fact that she just has this strong understanding right from the get-go, I can really see um, working not only in her favor, but working in the favor of the people who need to work with her because she's going to be attracting them so organically. Totally. Yeah, it's going to be easy for them to find each other. Let it be easy. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Are we segueing into another? <laughs>
0: <laughs> we didn't stage these. I swear to God. No. But you know, let, let's. Why don't we recap? Yeah, let's, let's do. A, recap.
1: Let's do a quick recap because yeah, yeah, that was really fun. Yeah,
0: to go back and look at all the amazing guests that we had. Definitely, um, definitely. Should I we mean, start it,
1: from episode one or start from the first epi- or the episode where we yeah, had our first well, guest?
0: Oh Yeah, episode one, two, three was <laughs> just us, mm-hmm. kind of like what we're doing right now. Yeah, um, it's kind of nice to um, just kind of chat with each other.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, but
0: yeah, the first three episodes we did one kind of intro we did one all about Shannon. Yeah, and that one. was that was what an interesting.
1: I, mean? I don't know how you felt about the episode where I interviewed you, but with the one where you interviewed me, I felt like um not only was I learning about the experience of being on a podcast at that point, but I was also learning a lot about myself and yeah. like the the meaningful peaks and valleys of my story that I hadn't really taken too much time to get into or consider before, but it mm-hmm. gave me a really good opportunity to consider those things and and I think there's there's some value there for me in terms of my um, personal development. Yeah, yeah,
0: that's amazing. I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like like I said, you know, I like I just said um, the feedback we get from our clients saying like, oh, that was such a great experience to like share my story like that. Mm-hmm. I felt like that too. Actually, yeah. it's such a rare. It's rare. Like unless you're someone that's just like interviewed all the time. Yeah,
1: that's a good point.
0: <laughs> it's it's not like you don't have the option very often to sit down and have someone just be like, tell me all about you and mm-hmm. in what, depth. What did like your past and the obstacles you've faced and mm-hmm. how you've overcome them and how all of that informs like how you are sitting here right now in this moment. Um, I thought that was kind of interesting and. Yeah. It's interesting, too, like when you when someone's like asking you about your past and about your story, you tap into like unexpected things.
1: Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. Definitely. Definitely. And you kind of like make meaning of things retroactively. Yeah, exactly. Like,
0: you know what? At the time, I like I interpreted it this way, but now that that I'm talking about it. Oh, yeah. It was Mm -hmm. actually like this. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) These
1: realizations that come up are so interesting.
0: For sure. Yeah. So that was that was that was fun. That was like, yeah, a good way to like get a little loosened up and -hmm. and like kind of also just like feel out, you know, the nature of what this podcast was going to become.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I think it was wise of us to go about it this way too in retrospect uh, because we gave ourselves an opportunity to – get um technically comfortable with the yeah. gear and the recording and all that stuff and there's uh, a lot of fumbles there. and it's actually kind of funny that I I'm segueing this way because the first episode that we did have oh. a guest it was Jen Aaron Jen <laughs> and I'm gonna reveal <laughs> something funny about um the episode that we did Jen Aaron we yes. actually recorded it two separate times and yeah. I don't remember what the reason for that did we mess up the sound quality or something or I think we,
0: we were <laughs> so fucking nervous we were nervous we, we were should, so new oh we, yeah we intentionally chose Jen to be our first guest <laughs> yeah. because, well, I mean, number one fans, we we yeah. love Jen. Like, who doesn't love Jen? Yeah. Um, but well, And
1: one of the reasons why we love Jen so much, is, aside from her work, is because of how warm of a person she is. She's and,
0: warm. She's so easy. Mm-hmm. She's like, she embraces, you know, like, the errors and the fumbles, you know? And mm-hmm. she, like, she just felt like a safe person for us to, like, yeah. fuck up with. <laughs> Yeah. Which we did. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that first interview was just like, I don't know if it, there might have been a technical error that we were like, mm, it's not perfect. And then we are like, well... We also didn't do a great job, like, interviewing her because we were nervous. Oh, okay, okay. So we took so it as an opportunity we'll just, for, like, a
1: second shot at it. And again, yeah.
0: Jen is was just like, yeah, absolutely, we can do yeah. that again, which is, like, why she was such an amazing first yeah. guest to choose. Yeah. So thank you, Jen, for being so, like, patient, understanding with us. Yeah. Um, and oh, we were so cute. We were so
1: cute. <laughs> giving it our best shot not giving up.
0: Yeah. 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 yeah
1: that's the kind of like the takeaway from that experience but then also yeah. the conversation that we had with her was so good
0: was I so think good it was actually, it's actually one of the top listened mm-hmm. to two oh, episodes okay.
1: wow wow
0: yeah so you know the, yeah. this is a lot about jen i think like people people really gravitate <laughs> towards her yeah shall i say are attracted to her absolutely yeah the
1: title <laughs> of her episode is called you are what you attract you are what you attract and it's so. all about um basically being the like taking on the challenge of being the person who you want to be surrounded by. Yeah, um, like, absolutely. Whether that's in like a professional capacity or a personal capacity it doesn't really matter. It's this. It works the same. The laws of attraction work the same way. It everywhere. does.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I know we talked about it in that episode about like um, like abundance mindset mm-hmm. versus like lack mindset and um, making decisions from a place of abundance, whether mm-hmm. you physically presently see proof of it or not. Yeah. Um, which is like really hard to do
1: oh my gosh definitely <laughs> I know like I love that um twist on the saying um see it to believe it and in, in these cases it's actually believe it to see it it's backwards yeah. so yeah it's it's not something that I think is common knowledge it's something that you kind of have to go looking for if you really want for to sure yeah.
0: yeah and like the the you are what you attract like that is a quote from Jen that's mm-hmm. like if you want to attract abundance you have to live it mm-hmm. now yeah yeah so you, have you, to are be it. you are abundance. You are abundance, therefore you attract abundance. Like whoa. Mm-hmm. You know like that's a that's a tough one and um to sum it up as you are what you attract is like I feel like that's a quote that should like live on forever from Jen. Like <laughs> it's sure. so good. It's yeah. so good.
1: Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And then we after um after we did n- execute a successful episode with Jen. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <Only> it <laughs> took two tries.
0: Oh, two, two tries. Bad. That's not
1: bad. That's really not bad if you not think bad. about it. Yeah. Um, considering it was the first time we'd ever done an interview like yeah. that. So really not, not bad. I'm very pleased with uh, the outcome we got. And then going into the next episode with Carrie felt that much easier Mm -hmm.
0: yeah that was awesome
1: yeah with Carrie Fisher the let it be easy episode where we talk about her transitioning from one career to another and Mm -hmm. and making it look easy or just letting it be easy not allowing yeah um
0: and I think actually since that conversation she's now transitioned into another new career like I don't think she was Doing her uh, mindset coaching career yet? At that point, I think she was going from florist to painter.
1: That's right. Yeah. So now
0: she's even transitioned again. Yes. And um, good on you, Carrie. Yes, yeah.
1: absolutely, absolutely. I think that's really, um, it's really admirable that, and in, instead of staying comfortable in something that she knows, mm-hmm. she listens to that um, voice that yeah. that's inside that's like actually want something else yeah
0: you want something else and you, yeah. you want to do it like this yeah so yeah. do it <laughs> yeah and I, let it be easy i love that line so much is that it might be my like one of my favorite lines. oh my gosh it all the time i know isn't it funny it's how easy line, how like we can
1: be in the habit of over over complicating things for ourselves oh or yeah and, yeah, and without it? realizing it
0: yeah 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 oh yeah so mm-hmm. good and then we had Kara McIntosh, who you mm-hmm. just um, saw Kara last night. You I went saw to her, her show. Last night. She had her first
1: intrigued. ever solo show, and oh it was gosh. so awesome to witness that and see the evolution of of her. Like she's just such an impressive person, and mm-hmm. um, and we kind of know a little bit about the behind the scenes of like the type of work she does, not only yeah. applying paint to canvases, but a lot of the thought work that she does mm-hmm. to be able to like, come up with these incredible collections of work and then have the confidence to go put them out there and um, sell them.
0: Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And Kara was one of our earlier clients, mm-hmm. like, I think number four. Maybe. Yeah, I think so. Um, so, yeah, we really got some amazing insight into her and her work. And it was, oh, my gosh. Yeah. So enjoyable.
1: Yeah. I'm never going to forget, like, on the spot coming up with the term, Uh, or the name for my fear. Like, I'm like, I'm friends with my fear now, and she has a name, and it's Fear Leisha. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody's like, that's so silly, but I also really love it. And it's like one of those things where it's like, you don't have to push it away or pretend that, like, you, or try to get rid of it altogether. It's like learning how to become friends with it and, and learn how it can be actually a positive thing yeah, in, your, absolutely. in your life. Um, yeah,
0: which I think segues well into the next episode because I believe that came up in Danielle's uh,
1: mm-hmm. interview.
0: Danielle Sweeney, yes, um, who is a calligraphy artist. Um, I think we might have laughed the most in that episode. <laughs> <laughs> she is Danielle's really funny. hilarious, she's yeah. so fun. <laughs> yeah, and we talked about... Um, like recognizing becoming friends with your fear and being like okay hey fear alicia what's up like go go back in the closet there. (laughs) no no no, you're not you're not coming in here today
1: yeah sorry you're not welcome today let's have lunch next week yeah yeah
0: (laughs) i can't remember the name of danielle's like persona for that but it was like a just like kind of a generic name and i think we were like feel bad for anyone named I think it was like Janice or something oh yeah <laughs> I don't know like like anyone that's named Janice sorry no offense
1: <laughs> I can't uh, remember the name now either but um but that's really funny yeah it's it's kind of like the um the whole Karen thing yeah yeah absolutely <laughs> but the fear version of it not that I want to speak to the manager yeah <laughs> <laughs> different vibe <laughs> different vibe
0: yeah but still putting a name too yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah but, but Danielle's is great. Trust, trust the timing of your life is um, a really awesome quote of hers. And yeah. actually, Danielle, as a calligraphy artist, pumps out all these amazing quotes into beautiful calligraphy oh, yeah. pieces, which I yeah. think like a lot of like people in our network have something of hers. Whether mm-hmm. it's her um, gratitude over, is it gratitude over everything? Gratitude
1: or? changes everything. Gratitude changes everything. Yeah. T-shirts. Yes, yeah. I have a bag. You have a bag. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: I've got the uh, know your worth beautiful Uh, on my office wall yeah
1: they're such gorgeous reminders not only like sentimentally but visually because her calligraphy is amazing
0: yeah I feel like I have this Danielle if you're listening just keep this in Mm. mind I have this like vision of uh Danielle Creating calligraphy pieces of like our business values.
1: Oh yeah, so that we can like frame. Oh my them gosh, we need to get the wall. ball so rolling on that.
0: Just like let me know when's a good time for that. Or- yeah. Oh my gosh, I think
1: she would love that. <laughs>
0: yeah. I would love
1: that too. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. I loved hearing her talk about that, and like yeah. I know there's there were a lot of parallels actually between um, your your episode and trust the winding road to um, hers. Trust in the timing of your life. I thought oh, that was yeah, like true. interesting oh, parallels. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: And then up next, we had Michelle Miller. Love um, her. Yeah, Michelle Miller. She's a jewelry designer. Um, and, oh my gosh, there was one thing I loved that Michelle said in her episode where she she uh, feels like her work um, is like she's like journaling through mm-hmm. her work. So it's like, which is why the title of her episode is Following Your Intuition, because she creates like these pieces of jewelry that are like really unconventional Mm -hmm. and created out of like unconventional Mm, materials uh, materials. and she described them I think in that episode as like being little mini sculptures almost which I was like that is is so amazing and she said she feels like she's journaling through creating these so it's like can imagine being in that sort of flow where you're just like following your intuition and like producing something out of it yeah. um and so that was really really cool to hear about oh my
1: gosh speaking of yeah like michelle miller <clears throat> excuse me and danielle i'm this might be too late when the podcast episode comes out but they would have great things to buy for christmas if you have, yeah. oh my <laughs> if gosh. You have people that um you're shopping for who like jewelry or like uh stationary or yeah. sentimental calligraphy yes items call. online shops. online go shop go, yeah support local <laughs> yeah yeah
0: <laughs> yeah and then so next up we had Rina Ruparelia um which we already talked about her episode um but hers is called Unconditional Self Love and
1: um I cried in that episode. You cried in that episode.
0: <laughs> I think that might be the only one that you've cried in. I'm
1: actually a little surprised by that, but <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, she was talking about um, another genuine act of service that she did that I learned about on the podcast. And I was like, man, this woman just keeps like blowing my mind in terms of her <laughs> selflessness and her like... Um, desire to care for people. I'm getting choked up again thinking oh, about it. But she's oh, like, she was telling us about her experience of um being like bedside with people who are in you know I think in palliative care from what I understand. Oh yeah, if I remember correctly. Um, or it was it was a volunteer position to keep people company basically in mm-hmm. in the hospital. And oh my gosh. Um, and I just thought that was really beautiful because mm-hmm. um those are not easy situations to be in, and it's so much. Harder when you don't have anyone around to talk to. So yeah, beautiful, beautiful yeah. gesture on her part.
0: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um. Next up, we had Camille. Who? Oh my gosh, this might be my favorite episode. Actually, <laughs> Camille's episode.
1: Camille is such a boss. She's <laughs> such a fucking boss. I'm so glad our cross our paths crossed with her because yeah. she is has brought in so much um value and meaning and personality and she's
0: amazing what a what an expert like um to give a little context we've been Mm -hmm. working with her for a year now
1: I think about a year yeah um as like a
0: business consultant so we meet with her bi-weekly and she helps us with kind of like business development type Mm -hmm. stuff Mm -hmm. and um I don't know if we'd be where we are at with certain things I without her, don't think so. She is she has so much experience and she's so passionate about what she does, mm-hmm. and so smart mm-hmm. and hilarious. Yeah, and, God, I just love her so much. Oh,
1: I know. Like our founder membership is a bit like was largely inspired by mm-hmm. her, and and um and yeah, she just brings so much knowledge to the table that um I think would be it would be she's helping us collapse time essentially because she's bringing in knowledge that you and I don't have. Um, we would have to take the time to learn about it and then that would take us away from our creative like responsibilities as photo and video creators so
0: yeah and I feel like like the great thing about Camille she's a really good example of like being in your zone of genius like Mm -hmm. she knows what she's good at she knows uh, what she loves doing and she like stays within that realm and does like a kick-ass job of it like (laughs) I was just thinking about the last I think that was the last (laughs) call we had with her and she like we had her reviewing like a, like a contract oh when my we were building. gosh she, I loved this she yeah. caught herself being like like nerding out super hard about like oh my god oh, yeah. I, like we were talking about something in the contract and she was like oh yeah I noticed that oh it was so good and then she was yeah, like, like oh force
1: majority, way to go yeah for <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah.
0: Mm, I love that yeah, right. and she just stopped herself and was like oh my god I'm so embarrassed <laughs> <laughs> I was like No, the world needs people
1: like you. you. Yes, we need you. People like you. Yes,
0: yeah. And so she's awesome. Actually, I would love to play a soundbite from her episode. Yeah,
1: absolutely. I we talked a lot about
0: money mindset and that sort of stuff in her episode. And I feel like if you're building a new business, you're a business owner, you have to listen to this episode called "Guided by Vision."
1: Yes, let's check it out. Here's a sample of how boss she is. I, I want people to be
3: empowered or to feel empowered to make decisions based on where they want to be in their career, in their business, yes. not from where they're at, because if you continue to make decisions from where you are in your business, I'm sorry to tell you, you're you're either going to stay the same or just die out.
0: Yeah. My God, it makes so much sense. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, like how can you evolve if you're you're making decisions based on where you are right
3: now? Yeah. Like, and that's why that vision piece is so important. If
0: you can't see mm-hmm. beyond where
3: you're at, then that's the first problem. You got to address that issue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? Huge problem. And from there, I think, I know people use money as a crutch and I'm, as someone who's worked in, you know, sales and just business for, for so long, I just, I don't see it as an excuse. I really don't. Mm -hmm. There are ways for you, like, you know, don't quit your job if you can't afford to do it. You know, Mm -hmm. or like if you are in the business and you need to grow, like, you got to do those calculations. You got to do the math or get your numbers person to do the math for you.
0: Oh, my gosh. She just like tells it like it is. Yes. Oh, my gosh. That line, you making decisions from where you want to be, not where you are Mm -hmm. now, is like golden
1: it's absolutely golden it's so in alignment with a lot of the stuff that we learn in the mindset coaching community that we we take part in as well yeah um but yeah it's just it's so it seems so obvious when you know it but then before without knowing it it's like where would you ever learn that if you didn't if you weren't taught that yeah how would you come to that yeah um, a conscious realization yeah
0: yeah and again it's kind of similar to like the ab- abundance mindset thinking mm-hmm. it, like it can be really hard to oh, yeah make decisions from that place oh but my
1: gosh yeah really, the, the battle of fear it. versus faith when it comes to like that specifically is super real <laughs>
0: yeah exactly yeah exactly
1: yeah oh man love yeah. her yes <laughs>
0: um and then next up we had sarah levine who we already shared a bit about mm-hmm. uh living your purpose sarah was like so vulnerable in that episode she shared a lot about like her her past and her own obstacles and Mm -hmm. it's just like I think a lot of stuff came up in that conversation that like doesn't usually get talked about
1: yeah some of it was kind of taboo like
0: a bit taboo or a bit like you know people might feel uh, like shame around certain parts of their past or something Mm -hmm. you know absolutely yeah it can feel really scary to share that out of fear of Judgment. judgment or not being as perfect as you want to appear yeah. now, or whatever. Yeah. Um. But when people talk about the types of things Sarah talked about in that episode, it creates mm. space and security for everyone else that's experienced those things. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's so fucking important. Yes.
1: Oh my gosh. She has such a strong sense of self and she, yes. she has a strong understanding. Of the fact that the more she is herself, the more she's gonna attract the the people in her life that are meant really meant to be there. You yeah. Know?
0: Yes. Yes. Yeah.
1: And that brings us to our Holly. first episode ever that we recorded in <gasps> was that the first episode we recorded in. Person? It was the
0: first ever episode recorded in person.
1: Wait, did we do it with Jen in person? No. No, we didn't.
0: We didn't. We, okay. we hadn't recorded any episodes in person with our guests. Before this one, because of you know COVID restrictions and yeah. stuff, which really created a lot of technical challenges mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and um, sound quality challenges and that sort of thing, doing it remotely. Yeah. Um, but recording this one in person was amazing, and we recorded it like in Montreal in which her is, like, home. Which it was is, like, so our first personal, big trip together yeah. for a client, and like yeah. first trip since like COVID.
1: Honestly, it <laughs> uh, was the first flight I took in a long time. Long time, yeah, I know. Yeah.
0: So all of that experience was amazing. Holly is, uh, she's a Montreal-based mm-hmm. artist, yeah. painter, um and she invited us out there to do a shoot with her and we like stayed in her home and like for a weekend or for a few days and it was so wonderful and so yeah, we recorded this episode with her
1: she's actually such a good example of somebody who makes the decision it's who seems to make the decision from the place that she wants to be um versus where she's at now and 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 the stories that she shared with us when we spent those few days together, it's there was this running theme of like just trusting in the universe and the universe rewarding that trust. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And I feel
0: like she just does that naturally. Yeah. Yeah. It's like just the way she operates. Yeah,
1: that's her that's her baseline. It's It's like so inspiring. And it's very actually very comforting to be around, I find, because that's something I I aspire to. And I love having Mm -hmm. people, um, like role models, um, in my life, like not just people on TV, you know, not just figures. Um, but like real people that I'm, that I'm first degree connected to, Mm -hmm. um, that are exhibiting that type of courage and um passion for their lives and what they're doing and just trusting
0: oh my gosh I know I know really trusting like (laughs) I'm absolutely obsessed with the story uh, her story of when she was like in her early 20s and she dropped out of school or whatever she Mm -hmm. was whatever wasn't serving her at the time that she was trying to kind of force but wasn't working and just like packed up uh, like her stuff and and bought a motorcycle and like road tripped across the continent (laughs) on a motorcycle by herself I don't know like what what era this was in but she was in her early 20s. She was really young. And she said, like, there was no other women on motorcycles at the time. Yeah. You know, she's just, like, I'm just picturing her in her blonde hair. Like, she's just, like, wearing a bikini top. Yeah. And she's, like, cruising down <laughs> the road with her paint in the back. Yeah, and she really being, like, set the
1: scene up? for us. You could totally oh, yeah. visualize it. Yeah. 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 And yeah. she
0: fucking did that. Like, that is so badass and mm-hmm. such a great example of, like, how she operates.
1: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. What an
0: awesome, awesome lady.
1: Yeah. And then, last but not least. Yeah. So, oh we goodness. saved... Speaking of role models. (laughs) Yeah, we saved
0: Catherine Farkasen to be... It's the 13th episode. I think in this recording I kept calling it the 10th episode. What I meant was... The 10th. The 10th guest. Interview,
1: yeah. Yeah, so
0: 13th episode, 10th guest, Mm -hmm. and we saved... I don't know what it is about the number 10, but... Nice and clean. (laughs) Yeah, nice and clean, even, double digits. Yeah. Uh, We saved the 10th (laughs) guest to be Catherine, and... The reason for that Mm -hmm. being she came up in like maybe almost maybe like 80 percent of the conversation honestly
1: she really did she's she's a connector actually like there's a few really interesting things to mention about Catherine. first of all she's our client but she's also um our mindset coach Mm -hmm. and she is the mindset coach of many of our clients as well so Mm -hmm. you might have recognized or or noticed that when we when we do have these conversations that mindset comes up a lot comes up Every time. Every time. It's a bit of an unofficial intersection for us. Yes, and um, it is. And it's, it's all content that, or material that we've learned that's been pivotal in all of our journeys. And it's actually so fun to come together and talk about not necessarily like the specific actions that you did to get to where you're at, but like the ways that you thought or the way, things that you had to, the beliefs that you had to get rid of, the ones that you had to adopt, the ones like just all these um like things that go on inside of our heads that nobody else sees that we can have conversations about and understand each other and um and use it to inspire each other and grow and yeah. it's it's just really remarkable and the fact mm-hmm. that Catherine's the like an incredible teacher of this material to all these women um we, yeah, we just, of them. Yeah, yeah we just had to we just had to have her on our on our podcast yeah. and um and I loved hearing, or I just, I loved going into um, the conversation of beliefs again. Cause like, I know,
0: yeah. How like, what you believe is. is true is the title is so uh, in line. Like, her, she has a Facebook group, a Facebook mm-hmm. community called Believe It to See It, which is mm-hmm. a play on See It to Believe It. Yeah. And so, by that meaning, similar to um, what were the other ones? Similar to um, the abundance mindset, similar to uh, Camille saying you have to like think about where you want to be, make decisions yeah. from where you want to be, believing something to be true before it is physically present.
1: Yeah, I, this brings me to that that one quote that I might have said before on on an episode, but it's. Um, A lack of evidence is an evidence of lack. So yeah. (laughs) Sums it up. Yeah. So you like just because you haven't had it in your past doesn't mean you can't have whatever it is you're thinking of or desiring in your future. Mm -hmm. And and the and beliefs come into this in such a strong way because as the title of the episode explains, what you believe is true. So you gotta get into the practice of believing something that's gonna serve you versus believing everything you thought you knew about it yes. from before, everything you thought you learned about it from before. Yeah. So that was a really powerful one. I like to listen to that one.
0: Yeah, <laughs> so good. Yeah. yeah. We Which... had
1: that funny moment where <laughs> Catherine's like, that if you're worried about, or you're wondering where they've gone, there's just a whole lot of silent nodding <laughs> going <laughs> <Yeah>. on. There's <laughs> yeah, a lot of things silence, where we're like, we got to the... let that sink in. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah. Yeah, just dropping dropping those bombs that so just make
1: you think. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mind bombs.
0: Yeah. So, which leads us to uh, right now. Today. So this will be, yeah, like the 14th episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and we are, we have decided to kind of wrap that up and call it season one. Even yeah. though, you know, going into it, I don't think we had decided we were going to do seasons. We didn't know how many episodes we were going to do or how often. We kind of just went with it. Mm-hmm. But this feels, you know, we're at the end of 2021. Yeah. And um, we learned a lot. Mm-hmm. So it feels like a really natural, organic place to just kind of wrap this up yeah. as an experience and. Uh
1: start fresh with season two with everything that we've learned and bring in some new ideas maybe even bring in some new people yeah well definitely new people to interview but i think we're also talking about bringing in people to help us with the technical side of things so we can improve the quality of it improve the consistency of the output for you Mm -hmm. and um we're really just looking for ways to improve it and um make it better all the time just like everything else that we do (laughs) yeah exactly yeah Yeah. always (laughs) looking to grow yeah um
0: yeah so you know something that started yeah like like, a really just genuine place is like evolved and Mm -hmm. now we're ready to take it to the next level oh my gosh I don't know what that looks like yet we don't know what that looks like yet but um
1: we've got some ideas but we also are going to be um engaging you more on our socials to help you to help get inspiration for what you want to listen to and hear about and um yeah we
0: want to know like what stood out to you if you've listened to the past episodes what stood out to you as being Mm -hmm. like really great really useful because I mean that's like that's what we want to do we want to bring value to our listeners we want to bring value to our guests and so what better way to do that than like to get feedback (laughs) yeah what What do you want what do you want
1: (laughs) within the realm of what we offer what do you want yeah Yeah. so in whatever format you're listening to this right now
0: uh, feel free to uh, send us some feedback or input or questions or whatever you want I don't know
1: yeah. <laughs> or just say hi. Just say that's hi, fine. engage with us. Yeah. Engage,
0: engage, engage. <laughs> so that's it.
1: That's it for season one.
0: Season one, yeah. That's a wrap. That's wow. A wrap. Wow. I'm extremely How do you proud. Feel?
1: Extremely proud. proud? Ex- extremely proud and extremely um open minded and excited for what's to come. Yes. Yeah. Yes. How do you feel?
0: I feel all of those things as well. Mm-hmm um i feel proud of our progression yeah me
1: too yeah, this me felt too really easy
0: yeah it easier did. than the first oh my gosh episodes. yeah and thank
1: goodness no more <laughs> aluminum tabletops yeah even that has improved. <laughs> little even differences that. make a big difference yeah
0: <laughs> well cheers shannon
1: cheers <laughs> Vana. Vana. thanks, thanks everyone yeah will catch you in season two